Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially the NFL playoffs. The regular season has concluded, and we are back to cover the NFL playoffs. All that entails. It is an incredibly exciting time to be alive. Note so much for the Patriots. <laughs> Got them. Uh, but we are going to be talking about NFL news. We are going hey, to be talking. Who's your team playing this week? No one. Yeah. Got me. <laughs> One seed, baby. Football. That's true. Two teams in the same place watching football. Just a couple of guys uh, watching football, going to enjoy football. Very similar, uh, very similar situations. Chiefs and Patriots this weekend. They are both home. That is true. Watching the uh, playoffs. It is January fourteenth, and the Super Wild Card just starts in a little bit here. Uh, there's only fourteen t- teams left. Now, our apologies. Uh, so we have not technically posted a whole lot. Uh, we did the live national championship watch along on this channel. That was uh, it was interesting to say the least. A little bit of an ass kicking, <laughs> if you weren't aware of yeah. uh, the situation. But good to cut our teeth on that. You know, really showed our metal. I think throughout that. Uh, but none of that matters now. All that matters is the National Football League. We have six games this weekend: two today, three tomorrow, one on Monday. Tons of matchups. Some major dogs. Maybe we think about you know dropping this weekend a few games i don't know if some of these teams need to necessarily be in the playoffs but that's neither here nor there we are certainly not in a position to be complaining about football especially with the regular season uh included scott how are you doing sir you excited even though your team's not playing are you looking forward to the playoffs i i really didn't want us to make the playoffs if that's fair yeah uh playing the bills again would have been the nightmare Uh, i suppose if we would have won then we would have played the Bengals. then maybe we get through but then you have to play the bills again yeah so (laughs) No matter what, your road to the playoffs was going to be Bills, Bengals, mm-hmm. uh, Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, and then a rematch against uh, the Bills or something like that. Yeah, you would have to been, play Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs. It would have been a nightmare, and there would have been a really disgusting game in there. You know what I mean? Where the oh, offense yeah. completely poops a bed. Um, I will say we have some news coming out of the Patriots camp. Official statements. True. Gerard Mayo withdrew his name from consideration for the Browns' D.C. job. Yep. Jared Mayonnaise. Jared Mayonnaise. Jerry Mayo's. Mayonnaise. Um, so we're thinking he was ex- signed to some terms. We don't know long term. He doesn't necessarily call plays. Steve is the one on the ground. Um, a little bit closer. Yeah. We good now? Uh, he doesn't necessarily call plays for the Pats. Steve is the one on the ground, uh, but he is in the booth. So he's heavily involved schematically. Um, so he might be, that might be head coach in waiting. Trout yeah. So what's what's Steve doing? Is Steve like secondary coach and waiting? Steve Belichick? Yeah. So Steve coaches. Yeah. Steve coaches the secondary. He calls the plays, but I'm pretty sure that calling the plays is a conversation between yeah. Bill Mayo and Steve at all times. Um, but yeah, Steve could remain DC while Mayo gets promoted, which I think would be a good scenario. Who knows what they're going to do on the offensive side of the football? Although they did announce there is going to be changing in. Uh, the staff they'll be reshuffling pretty sure joe judge is not going to be the quarterback's coach pretty sure that uh well we know matt patricia is no longer going to be the oc they are officially announced they are interviewing new candidates for offensive coordinator so, so they see, are having open interviews it's not just lock and stock interviews. it's for open sure interviews. bill o'brien and i'm pretty sure one name that was officially announced is cliff kingsbury really yeah as the offensive coordinator yeah. offensive minded guy yep uh has a few years you know got a lot of free time now played Great. in new england did he really? Yeah. What was he? Receiver, I assume? No, he's quarterback. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know Cliff that. Kingsbury. Yeah, he was quarterback. He was text. Oh, phone drop. Huh? The 
Oh, sorry. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. You good? I'm, I have the stream pulled up, and we're a couple seconds delayed. Yeah. And so I just saw the phone drop on the stream. No, <laughs> it was frozen. Yeah, it was totally um, frozen. So Cliff Kingsbury has a lot of free time now. Yeah. Fired as head fired. coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Not a big surprise. Was just extended last off season. Uh, so you kind of yeah. wonder what the hell was going on there. A lot of questionable decision makings in the Arizona Cardinals building. Cleaned house. Top right. to bottom questions. What the general hell happened? What the hell happened in Mexico City with the general manager and the offensive line coach? Was there mistaken identity and somebody perving out? We don't know. But We're currently being sued by that offensive line coach. Kind of seems like that's probably what happened. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray were both extended. Kyler Murray apparently will have a say in who the next head coach is. That is very interesting. Uh, Texans have fired Lovey Smith. Not surprising at all. Right. But also another one and done. In Houston, coaches see that. Mm-hmm. They know that mm-hmm. there's going to be a pretty short leash. Also lost them the one seed pick. And I have been vocal. I don't think teams purposefully tank. However, in the last game or two of the season, if you are eliminated from the playoffs, I think there is tanking that goes on for sure. You mm-hmm. bench guys. There's like literally no reason to win this game. You don't want to develop a losing culture, so you don't want to tank throughout the course of a season. But a game or two, hey, fucking sit down, bozo. We want the first overall pick. The Texans, Lovey Smith puts his nutsack. Who do they play? Browns? Colts. Colts. Of course it's the Colts. Puts his nutsack on Jeff Saturday's forehead, goes for it in like fourth and 12. Calvin, or not Calvin, Brandon Cooks makes an insane catch on the sideline. They get a touchdown. They go for two to win the game. They get it. Bears get the first overall pick. Browns fire Nathaniel Hackett earlier in the season, obviously. Panthers, Matt Rule was fired earlier in the season. Obviously, he's on to big and better things. Uh, he's killing it at Nebraska. Some people are saying he's coach of the year next year, probably going to win a national championship. That's just what people are saying, not us. Uh, they like Steve Wilkes, who's been serving as the interim head coach. Colts have Frank Reich fired, uh, have had Jeff Saturday, obviously infamously coaching for them. In the meantime, he allegedly is a candidate there. They've interviewed Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs yeah, offensive coordinator. And the owner tweeted that out. Yeah. Which is, that's... Um, Sometimes I wonder, so the NFL has a rule you have to, for every coaching position, you have to uh, interview a person of color. Uh-huh. Eric Bieniemy has really been passed around as like that guy for those interviews. Well, and, he's still having job. and now you wonder if, has he been offered the, some of the jobs that, you know, because being the Chiefs OC, you can, you're in a pretty good spot and then you can sort of pick and choose which job you want. Well, yeah, we should say, obviously, Eric Bieniemy is very qualified for, yes. you know, these positions and he's being considered for these positions, mm-hmm. but... You know, some people may have potentially said that that's something that goes on, but not me, not us. But I am well, not saying that he doesn't deserve it, but right, I'm right, saying right, that right. that's what sometimes, you know, if, you know, yeah, we if get you it. had we get a guy in mind, but he's he's just a guy that you interviewed and the owner tweeting it out sort of made it feel that way to me. That I, it, I can get why people may think that. I think Jim Ursay just thinks like, oh, Chiefs, good offense. I tweet this out. Colts fans are going to go insane. They're going to love me so much. Yeah, probably. He's like, he's yeah, a big who's, like who's doing well right now in the league. He's a big, big brain guy. Like whenever there's a move to be made that makes him look smart, he wants everyone to know. about. It. I mean, he yeah. also like tweets out practice reports. I mean, it's like, yeah. So when he. The last time he got rid of a coach, he just hired the quarterbacks coach from the team that won the Super Bowl. So it's just like whoever is winning now. I'm just going to poach someone from your staff. That's his strategy. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of team strategy, to true. be fair. Yeah. yeah it's not a bad point. But so a lot of people think maybe this is the year Eric Bieniemy gets the shot. Um, Texans yeah. firing Lovey Smith. Obviously, the name that comes up with all this is Sean Payton, the former New Orleans Saints head coach who mm-hmm. retired, uh, retired to try and take the Miami job yes. with Tom Brady. So the become Saints part owner. still have his rights. So you would have to trade for him. Yeah. 
you would have to to give up some sort of draft capital. We'll, we'll see what that is. It, the the last few times we've had coach trades, it's been pretty significant. Like uh-huh. the uh, Raiders to or the the Buccaneers to the Raiders. Gruden, Gruden. yeah, I think that involved first round draft picks. Mm-hmm. The Patriots with Bill Belichick and the Jets. That was had a to first. Give up, uh, right. yep. Um, it was significant. I'm not sure if it was a first. It may have been repeating seconds, but yeah, it, I mean. Sean Payton, the, the Saints will probably get a first-round draft pick. Oh, yeah. What's up, dude? I see you in the chat. Stream's going well. Um, they're going to, I guess, in principle, you have to agree to give a first-round pick up just to interview him mm-hmm. uh, because they have – you can't just interview him. You have to get the Saints' permission because oh, of appearance and stuff like that. Oh, that's an interesting wrinkle. Wow. So, yeah, the Saints have to give their permission. And also, the Saints could just say no. They have his rights, I think – either until or through 2024. So they could just say no to whoever and have him not be a head coach. That's up Mm -hmm. to them if they would like to. I don't think that's a good idea because you can get a first round. You know what I mean? Like if if you're happy with who you're coaching, like he's never going to coach the Saints again. No. Some people thought. He's he's not an asset for you. He's only an asset if you trade him. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I think, yeah, if they get in some team, I think some team will offer a haul. There's going to be a team that might offer like a f- maybe two first. I think we'll a team see, could because yeah, we'll he can. He has his pick. I think it would make sense. So we haven't talked about him yet. He, I don't think, and he also can just say I would stay retired. So obviously there has to be some sort of under the table agreement with a team that will pursue him that he would want to then also coach there. Mm-hmm. So I think that it would make a lot of sense if we we identified before the show. We can maybe get into this later, but there's three teams that are sort of on the lookout right now that are in the playoffs that could dump their head coach if they'd rather have Sean Payton. Yeah. And that's the Cowboys, the Dolphins, and the Chargers. Yeah. And all of those teams would probably be willing to give up a first-round draft pick to get him. And they would be expecting a lot, those teams. Because mm-hmm. you're firing a coach that has made the playoffs, regardless of who it is. And One of those teams has 12 wins. That seems like a situation he'd want to move into. I don't think he would want to move into the Texans situation. So, yeah, interesting situation with the Texans. Broncos don't have a first-round pick. Obviously, they have Russell Wilson. Russ, that whole situation will revolve around Russell Wilson yeah. and his belief on if he can fix Russell Wilson or whatever is going on there. Yeah. Um Panthers, you know, who knows what's going on there. Colts are going to be a wild card because they could literally hire anyone. Yeah. Like they could hire fucking. Uh, what's his face? Who just retired from them? Saturday? No. Who is the uh, quarterback that retired out of nowhere? Oh, Andrew Luck. Yeah, they could hire Andrew Luck as a head coach. Tomorrow. <laughs> they are totally. I mean, the GM, who knows? GM. Um, yeah, I will say, you know who. Every year, the Texans uh, stray further and further from looking like an actual legit franchise. Yeah. Um, Bill O'Brien looks shinier and shinier for the job that he did there. Yeah. Uh, he really was holding back the crazy there for a long time. Yeah. He won four. He was like four division championships in six years. Yes. Won a lot. <laughs> yeah. Won a lot. Did some crazy things at the end. And so I don't think anyone really questioned him he, being fired. And he was like, tr- I think, didn't it come out reports he was trying to get fired? That's I have only heard that from you, but you have mentioned it multiple times. So I would assume there's definitely something oh, I can, I can look that has definitely bit. been heard a little bit. Um, but text, I mean, coaches look at that. They see two coaches in one year stints at the Texans back to back years getting fired. Like that is not a good look for head coaches if they think they're going to go there and get fired after one year. Uh, it did kind of seem like Lovey Smith and uh, his name is escaping me. 
who was coached there last year. Oh, um, the guy who he was the head coach. He was the, and then punted anyway. That guy. Um, I can't remember his name either. Um, so this is from CBS Sports. Tyler Sullivan, Bill O'Brien trying to get fired by Texans to take over for Bill Belichick in New England, which could could be the case because it I seems mean, that's a pretty official source. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about the New England thing. Yeah, because he may yeah. be going back to New England. Uh, obviously, strong that. ties with Bill Belichick. Apparently, they're conducting offensive coordinator interviews. Right. Seems like he's going to be at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on. So, well, do we want to touch on uh, Broncos looking at maybe their front runner might be, if it's not Sean Payton, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, defensive, defensive coordinator yeah, of the defense Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys was the head coach of the Falcons. What did a pretty good job. You just, I mean, they were really good for like three seasons in there. Uh, really should have won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Was he was he the head he, coach then? Yes. Yep. Okay. And they had a couple good seasons prior to that one. They really fell apart after that. I don't think any organization yeah. could have withstood what happened there. Um, and so, yeah, it just was the, the time was up. Um, yeah, he's been a good head coach in the past. I think he's a stabilizing presence for the Broncos. Um, and then who knows who you bring in to fix that offense. Maybe Russ has a bigger say. You don't have an option though. Russ is a part of the franchise for the next four years. Oh that's yeah, the next, that's like you can't Maybe get longer. Out of the contract until then. So yeah, they're hamstrung big time. Yeah, that uh, that team will go as Russell Wilson goes. Okay, the list of the All Pros has been released. There were I'm going to go just off memory. I don't have this written down. Uh, two unanimous All Pros. I believe that was Travis Kelsey and Justin Jefferson. I think there was three that got 49 of 50 votes. I believe that was Patrick Mahomes, um, Chris Jones, and Nick Bosa, if I'm remembering correctly. But the first team offense, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Jacobs, Travis Kelsey. Receivers, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams. Left tackle, Trent Williams. Right, Lane Johnson. Left guard, Joel Batonio. Right guard, Zach Martin. Center, Jason Kelsey. Uh, no surprise there, I don't think. No, not on offense. I don't know. No. Was there any huge snubs in your opinion? No, I mean we'll get into the second team, but you know maybe wasn't uh, like Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, maybe Jamar Chase didn't he, play the he full year. Five games, yeah. Yeah, Jamar Chase. That still was one of the leaders in receiving, but you know, yeah, he missed some time. That's a lot of these things kind of you know show up is injuries, miss time, players list, right? I uh, I don't actually know because. I saw it is voted on by the same people who vote for MVP, so I don't think so. Because, yeah. Uh, defense, edge rushers, Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons, interior lineman, Chris Jones, Quinn Williams. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I was like, Linebackers, Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, Matt Milano, cornerbacks. A shout out to Roquan Smith switching teams and still making an all pro team. Cornerbacks, uh, Sauce Gardner, rookie, doing it the first. Year in, that's incredible. Patrick Sertain the second, Minka Fitzpatrick, Tolan, Tol, ooh, Tolanoa Hofunga, place kicker Daniel Carlson, punter Tommy Townsend, kick returner Keyshawn Nixon for Green Bay. Kind of turned the only reason they really had much hope uh, this year was because Keyshawn Nixon came in and balled out for him. Uh, punt returner Marcus Jones for New England. Shout out to New England All Pro team. Uh, special teamer Jerry Reeves. I don't know what that means. Uh, long snapper Andrew DePola. Uh, special teamers Aola. like kick coverage guy. Okay, so just like generic, yeah. just any player on the team that's, yeah. Yeah, so like, um, 
Yeah, usually you'll have guys on the team that might be special teams specialists that might not be like punter kicker. Right. But they'll be like, um, yeah, on ev- on every unit as like a someone who's like really good at blocking, covering kicks. Like it's a really interesting spot because if you are just like a good athlete who can commit to special teams and be good, like sort of a jack of all trades, uh, you can have like a 10 year NFL career well, by just yeah. playing special teams. Right. Uh-huh. Heath Slater. I know Heath. Or Matthew uh, Slater. Sorry, Heath Slater's yeah. the actor. Right. Matthew Slater on the Patriots. Uh, I think you're thinking of Heath Ledger. So, all pro second team quarterback Jalen Hurts. Does that surprise you that Jalen Hurts is on there after missing all that time? No, I mean, he's the quarterback of the one seed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the way it's going to go. Sure. Would you have put Josh Allen or Joe Burrow in over there? For sure, but Josh Allen also missed time. It's true. Uh, Did he, he only missed like one game, though, didn't he? I'd have to look back. Also, Josh Allen kind of struggled in the middle of the year this year. Um, Threw a lot of red zone picks. I would say, and Joe Burrow really struggled to start the year. That Bengals offense was not very good to start the year. So I don't have a problem with Jalen Hurts being up there. He hasn't no. been the most productive, and he has like a ton of help. But, you know, really good. I don't put that much stock into this list, you no. know, because it's like it's vote, when it's voted on by the players. I still don't think this is players. I think this is voted on by the um, Is it AP? It might be AP. Uh, running back Nick Chubb having another great year and a bad offense. Tight end George Kittle. Uh, George Kittle not ended up having second most touchdown receptions for a tight end, which was surprising because he had like four through, you know, like week nine or something. Yeah, he, he really exploded towards the end of the year. Nick Chubb, I will say, I think Nick Chubb best all around running back in the league. Nick Chubb's really good. Good in every situation. Good in every facet of the game. Not like Derrick Henry, where it's like, so Derrick Henry. Boom. Can make plays that no one else can make. Yes, but is not as good situationally. He has, yeah, he's got Doesn't some have bad, the best vision. Got, he's not great with his hips. I don't think long legs, surprisingly Ooh, yeah. bad in short yardage. Yeah, he needs to get going. He's yeah, yeah, he's like he a needs, dreadnought. Yes, right. And then it's like once once you've lost contain of him, it's like oh crap, you know, yeah. he's like a rhino, and it's but, rhino's out of the cage. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Nick Chubb, I mean, and facing, like, what percentage of eight-man boxes did he face? Probably the most of any back in the league. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs really went off this year. Mm-hmm. Um, wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, uh, left tackle, Andrew Thomas, right, Tristan Wirfs, left guard, Joe Tooney, right guard, Chris Lindstrom, mm-hmm. center, Creed Humphrey. Uh, that Chiefs, Joe Tooney. Yeah, that Chiefs offensive line is really good. The interior is insane. It's insane. It's insane. insane. The Patriots really miss Joe Tooney. Uh, you couldn't have afforded him, but you miss him. Yeah, Cole Strange, though. He's good. Yeah. He's good. Defense, edge rushers, Miles Garrett, Hassan Reddick, interior lineman, Dexter Lawrence, Jeffrey Simmons, linebackers, Bob Wagner. Shout out to him for switching teams, making the first team all pro. Uh, CJ Mosley, Demario Davis, corners, Jair Alexander, James Bradbury. Safety, Sherwin James, uh, Justin Simmons. Shout out to the AFC West. Special teams, Justin Tucker, obviously. Punter, Ryan Stonehouse. Kick returner, Kene Nwongwu. That's probably wrong. Punt returner, Khalif Raymond. Special teamer, George Odom. And long snapper, Nick Moore. So the Chiefs and Niners both had four first-team All-Pros. Tells you kind of a little bit about those rosters. But, I mean, in my mind... These are the, I mean, the first team all pro list, I think I pretty much agree with down the line. I don't know if there's anything specific that it is sort of surprising. The Bengals only got one. So maybe I would have put Joe Burrow on there, but yeah, because I don't, I mean, 
wide receivers. There's a lot of really good wide receivers right That's now. That's true, but I do think Jamar Chase is up there. Yeah, I think Jamar Chase is up there too. I don't know if I would, you know, if I were building a team, I don't know if I'd want CD Lamb over Jamar Chase. I think I'd want Jamar Chase. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. I think that's without a question. I think it's probably cuz he missed time that he didn't make it on there. Yeah. Um but I guess shout out to CD Lamb for getting on there. I wonder, yeah, is there a little bit of Bengals fatigue? No. People not like the um, you know what I mean? Like they they sort of they 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 talk a lot of shit. They do talk a lot of shit, kind of. And so maybe they might be starting to rub people the wrong way a little bit too fast. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like if the Chiefs behaved like the Bengals behave, like it would be the most hated team maybe of all time. Yeah, I think the Chiefs. I mean, obviously people hate the Chiefs, but I think it's really solely just been the Chiefs winning a lot, which I think is good. I think that's how kind of how the Patriots were. I guess Patriots had some cheating accusations. That people did not like, but I think the Chiefs have done a most because if you're hated for just winning a lot, that's kind of where you want to be. Like you're never going to apologize for that. But mm-hmm. yeah, the Bengals are, I think, rubbing people a little bit the wrong way. I don't know. I'm a Chiefs fan, so I can't really talk. Right. I didn't, and I don't know if that's just like Chiefs fans being mad because who's um. It does help the Chiefs that um, the two TikTok personalities have not posted anything this year. Is Jackson done on TikTok? Also, uh, I think some of the heat came off Jackson Mahomes because a lot of a lot more players started posting TikToks and stuff. Sure. But then it kind of because even because I remember like while Juju was doing his stuff, Tyreek's got some TikToks that are a little oh. uh, yeah. If they still had Tyreek, then it would be worse. But I will. Um, I mean the Bills. Everybody loves the Bills. That's got to be everyone's favorite team now, right? That's who people are rooting for coming out of the AFC. I think certainly after the DeMar Hamlin yeah. situation. And I think yeah. even before that, people were probably rooting for it. But I would say definitely now. Well, the Lions were America's team. They are out, obviously. Um, nobody's cheering for the Cowboys. Well, no non-Cowboys fans cheering for the Cowboys. Tom Brady's not going to get any outside support. Uh, Ravens, who knows? Yeah, I think you might be right. It might be the Bills. Maybe the Giants underdog story. I don't know. Probably the Bills. Has to be the Bills. Which bills are easy team like great social media, hilarious social media, kind of surprising because I don't know if a lot of boomers are going to get that or just like somewhat older people. Um, Okay, let's move on, Scott. Lamar Jackson has tweeted out. Thank you, everyone, for your support and concerns regarding my injuries. I want to give you all an update as I am the I am in the recovery process. I've suffered a PCL grade two sprain on the borderline of a strain three. There is still inflammation surrounding my knee and my knee remains unstable. I'm still in good spirits as I continue with treatments on the road to recovery. I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I can't give a hundred percent of myself to my guys and fans. I'm still hopeful we have a chance. So there's a lot to unpack here for a lot of reasons. Lamar Jackson has missed one, two, three, four, five, uh, five full games went out in the Broncos game. Uh, they have gone three and three in that stretch, which isn't terrible when you're out your starting quarterback. Um, but and just right off the top, we are not medical ex- experts. Obviously, we have not had any discussions with medical experts, so we don't entirely understand what a PCL grade two sprain on the borderline of a strain three is. Right. You know, a strain is a tear, so it's partial tear. Yeah. How serious is it? You know, we don't know, obviously, but this comes on the backdrop of the contract extension talks. He's going into a he will technically be a free agent as of right now, unless they franchise tag him, which they can do twice. Uh, uh, Allegedly, he wants more than Deshaun Watson was paid in division who had won one playoff game. 
I believe, um, obviously Deshaun Watson being a big old pervert, uh, which Lamar Jackson is not, I'm sure made it into those conversations, but it does kind of feel like the situation is unraveling, uh, Lamar Jackson obviously coming out to clarify, you know, he doesn't directly say it, but this is, I think, to say this has nothing to do with my contract. This is solely because I'm hurt. This has nothing to do with anything else. Um, very well, interesting situation. Even if it has nothing to do with his contract, it's going to feed into what's going to happen with his contract. Yeah. Right. Time and time again, he's been injured. And that's sort of what people why people are afraid and why are they Ravens aren't willing to they're willing to pay him the amount that Deshaun Watson is getting. Obviously, if they're willing to franchise tag him, they have no qualms about paying him 50 mil a year. It's just the 250 million guaranteed. It's the and guaranteed. that's what Deshaun wants. It's the guaranteed. And I think he knows that because mm-hmm. he's a guy who's going to get injured. Yeah. And the Ravens are like we can't give you 100% guaranteed money if you're a guy that's going to get injured. So, it's this weird game of chicken. Um, people are saying trade him, trade him. I don't know. Like you can trade his like free agent rights. I don't know f- how much you're going to be able to actually trade there, right? Because it's like so you whoever, would tag and then whoever trade. gets him will have the ability to tag him. I think, and that's it. So it's forty five point three million a year for a tag. You oh. can do that twice. Um, so you'd be trading the rights to that. I think. Um, I don't see this ending with. Lamar Jackson back on the Ravens. Yeah, I don't either. So Lamar, he holds out if he. I I think he would hold out if he franchise tag. I don't know, like a Le'Veon Bell type of situation. I think he might do it a little bit. Uh, when you're a like franchise quarterback level guy, I don't think you can. I think it looks worse than if you're not like Orlando Brown Jr. This year didn't want to be franchise tagged for the Chiefs. He was he like sort of held out, but he was vocal like, hey, I'm not going to show up to OTAs once pads go on in training camp. I'll be there. And that's what happened. Um, Different situation. You're not the quarterback. You're not the face of the franchise. Uh, Former Raven. But I mean, if you go back, just like go back in your brain to week three, people were saying like the Ravens fucked up so bad. They should have paid Lamar Jackson before the season started. Lamar Jackson, they're going to have to pay him five hundred million dollars. He is earning so much money right now. He's playing out of his mind. And through the first two, three weeks, he was playing out of his mind. Yeah, and, and with, then, with not a lot of help. You do have Mark Andrews, one of the best tight ends. You know, traded away Hollywood Travis, Brown. Travis Kelsey, right. If you don't have the best pass-catching tight end maybe ever mm-hmm. on your team, uh, or also in the NFL, Mark Andrews is like clearly the best tight end, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's definitely up there. If it's but, I mean, yeah, like you him, also, Kittle, Kelsey. You don't have Hollywood Brown. The Ravens spend a ton of money on defense. Oh, yeah. Just paid Roquan Smith. Congratulations. Um, yeah, I mean, I here's the thing. There's not a lot of quarterback movement this year. Hmm. Last year was the most all-time, and yeah. I think Deshaun Watson benefited from that. So if he holds out a year, we've just seen proof of concept for a much worse situation and a less productive quarterback. We're sitting out a year. Uh, can really help you in terms of of your guaranteed money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can then basically pick and choose. Yeah, I I don't see him sitting out because the I don't think the Ravens will let him sit out. They'll trade him. They'll trade him before he sits out. Yeah, and they're probably going to be able to get a haul. It's like we all know what Lamar Jackson's ceiling is. It's incredible, mm-hmm. but I mean he's missed ten games the last two years. That's not great. And in the playoffs, he hasn't been very good. And if just, and again, we don't know, but if this contract thing is a part of him sitting out, that is not going to be good for anyone. Like that's not going to be good for a future team. If he goes there, it's not good for anything. And hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully he gets 
all the things back, but not playing in a playoff game when you were expected to be out, you know, a certain amount of times. And who knows what's going on? Because I think it was communicated by the Ravens. There was a grade one strain, which is different than a grade two bordering on a grade three. So, you know. Where do you see what team do you send him, see him ending up on? I want to refute one right now. There's been a big, a lot of push that the Raiders are going to be the team that trades for him. Interesting. First thing off, the Ravens don't want to pay Derek Carr forty one million dollars, which is what he'd be owed if you picked him up. Oh, you um, mean a one or not one for one? But it wouldn't be a, a one trade. for one. But he would be a one right. Lamar for a Derek plus draft capital yeah. type of deal with like the Lions and the Rams. Um, but you would be for um. For the Ravens, they're one of the most frugal franchises. They're not going to pay a Raiders, the, Ra- the Ravens. Frugal, Ravens. frugal meaning they don't spend exorbitantly on guys. Paid Roquan a hundred million. Yeah, but that's not even like in the range of top. Like he's not a top paid defensive player right now, though. I mean, he's up there in the top okay. ten, but okay. it's not like uh, you're right. That that was a good. That was a big contract, but um. The, on the other side, the Raiders mm-hmm. don't have the money to pay Lamar Jackson. In order for you to pay a two hundred fifty million dollar contract, you have to put <laughs> you have to put two hundred and fifty million dollars in, in escrow. escrow. Yeah, they don't have they don't they don't have a quarter billion dollars. Uh, I, don't I know, know the situation is improving with them getting that new stadium and getting a lot of money from that stadium. They're probably gonna need a lot of money. They're gonna need that a lot stadium. More. They were too poor to fire their coach, and they're not gonna fire their coach. McDaniel's is coaching next year. On a one-year contract, because <laughs> they can't afford to fire him, and so they're definitely not going to be able to afford a five-year, 100% guaranteed contract with probably a 100 million dollar signing bonus. Well, here's the Mark thing: Jackson. the Ravens. I I get this from multiple multiple perspectives. I like players to get paid, no matter really who they are. I want everyone to make a lot of money. Yeah, but I mean, they have won one playoff game with Lamar Jackson on a rookie deal. Like you look at some of these teams, like the Bills paid Josh Allen. They've had a lot of postseason success. Haven't made it to Super Bowl, but still been very successful. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs, Mahomes won a Super Bowl on his Super Bowl and an MVP on his rookie contract. Lamar Jackson has won an MVP on his Super Bowl or his rookie contract, but they've had little postseason success. And obviously, you can say that's because of weapons. And I agree, uh, he hasn't had a fair shake of things. But when you pay him, it's not going to get easier. Yeah, to the get weapons, weapons are going to get better. Yeah. Right. Your team is going to get worse. He, it's, um, he's in, on his fifth year deal, right? Or no, this is his fourth year. So he's getting paid like $4 million this year. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be having to subtract $45 million off of your team next year. <laughs> you know, where do you make those cuts? Maybe he goes to the Jets. So line. Yeah, that's what people are saying. That would be Jets, sweet. The Jets would do it. The Jets would Garrett do it. Garrett Wilson. Here's the thing. If you were the Jets, I mean, you don't have a quarterback, which makes it a different equation. Mm-hmm. I would not. I'm on a team that doesn't. That's in the quarterback position is in flux a little bit. Yeah, the shine is rubbed off of Mac a little bit. I still think Mac's the guy. Oh, I think little, Lamar is better than Mac. Little Lamar Jackson, Bill no, Belichick. No, no. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they would do that. I I wouldn't want them to do that. Patriots. Yeah, because it's gonna that con- whatever contract long term you sign him to is gonna bite you in the butt because these injuries are only gonna get worse and worse and worse and he's gonna have to run less and less and less and his effectiveness as a passer. When he's not having to face, you know, if he runs the ball less or less effectively, his effectiveness as a passer is going to drop. Uh, his teams aren't going to be as worried about it. Mm. Let's hope not. Let's hope. We we wish Lamar Jackson success. He'll get paid. Someone's yeah. going to pay him. Yeah, we want him to get paid. Um, Ooh, actually. Mm. Panthers. 
Panthers. Oh, I bet they would do it. Carolina Panthers would be sweet. DJ yep. Moore is very talented. Yep. That running that running game, hey, it's already pretty good with uh, maybe not the most stacked roster in the league. All right. What else do I have here? All right, Scott. Week 18 is over. It is time for the super wild card weekend. Yes. Uh, six matchups, all incredible. Well, I like them. kind of a little over my skis there. They're incredible because they're playoff games. Yeah. Maybe not uh, a couple of them, specifically one, probably going to be a terrible game. Maybe we don't need as many teams. Maybe we cut back a little bit on the teams in the playoffs. That's no, okay. I like it. I yeah. like it. I this it's more fun to have six games this weekend than four. You're right. You're right. Uh, Seahawks 49ers. Uh, Niners are a huge dog in this one. Uh-huh. Did I say did I say, did I say Niners? You said the Niners are a dog. The Seahawks are the dog. Seahawks are the dog, obviously. Seahawks nine and a half point underdogs. So insane seasons by both these teams now one has four more wins than the other san francisco's beat seattle twice this year uh but seattle was expected to be one of the worst teams in the league like bottom three bottom four geno smith has come in uh hasn't you know blown statistically off the chart like he did in the second half of the season as he did the first but he had 4282 yards 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That's an insane season. Uh, there's a report, I think this is from Ian Rappaport, that he will be back. If they can't get him on a contract, they will use a franchise tag on Geno Smith, uh, which tells you what the Seahawks think of him. Just an incredible career comeback for Geno Smith. Going to be a contender for playoff, uh, or what is it, comeback player of the year. Then the Niners going through their now under their third different quarterback who is on the roster to start the year. You don't see that much. Uh, they've won, what, 10 straight games, adding Christian McCaffrey midseason. Obviously went exactly as you would think. Uh, Kenneth Walker coming on for the Seattle Seahawks has been fantastic. I mean, these are just this is an interesting game to me because this is a huge line. And I said this to you, Scott. Uh, the weather is a little interesting in this one. Now, Brock Purdy is not asked to do a lot. Not a lot of Niners quarterbacks necessarily are asked to do a lot. Team has been very successful while doing that. It's going to be a very rainy game in San Francisco. Going to be rather cold, uh, high winds. So, now I don't necessarily think Seahawks are going to win it. But if you're the Seahawks, you want as many wild cards in there as you can. So adding bad weather to a game, I think, could potentially benefit them because if you want to win, that's probably what you're hoping for. I think I disagree. I think there's no team built to win in bad weather better than San Francisco. Well, their first week one game was against Chicago Bears in like a torrential downpour. Yeah. Like it was like Lake Michigan had creeped up into Soldier Field Mm -hmm. and overtaken the field. So I think at least Niners fans, not that they're nervous they're going to lose, but there's a little bit of like, of course, Seahawks come in, Pete Carroll gets a rainy game, all this stuff. But Seahawks think you want as many wild cards as you possibly can. Maybe maybe it's a situation where both teams are happy with it. Yeah. Because I think, you know, if it's a, like the Seahawks rely quite a bit on the ball through the air mm-hmm. and the 49ers don't necessarily. Yeah. And they certainly don't rely on the like pushing the ball down the field through the air. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think I would still heavily favor San Francisco. Has the line moved much since that weather reports come out? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Over under 42. I've heard also a ton of bad weather in Tampa this week. Really? That's Florida, though. That's yeah. on, So that'll be on Monday. Right. Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Who knows that one? 
because that's Florida. The wet don't the forecast change very quickly all, all the, time. the time. Yeah, yeah. But it's supposed to be like torrential downpour, blowing winds. Probably not great news for Tampa, oh, no. who has set a record this year for a number of pass attempts by any NFL team. I think I'm not 100 percent sure on this. I believe they are the worst rushing team to ever make the playoffs. That's maybe not ever, out. but they are up. That yeah. checks out. Um, and then Jacksonville in Jacksonville, almost record-breaking temps. It's going to be 30 degrees in Jacksonville. Ooh, interesting. So you got an outdoor Florida team versus an indoor, well, sort of indoor Los, Los Angeles, Angeles team. team, both playing outdoors in 30 degrees. So we'll see. How is that it really going to be 30 degrees? 30 degrees. That game is tonight, right? Yep. Wow, that's that is the game, at least from an outsider's perspective. So I think the two probably going to be the most interesting is Giants, Vikings, Chargers, Jaguars. So Jaguars basically had to win out multiple times to make the playoffs. They have done that. They have won their division. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chargers were on a huge win streak. Yeah, two of the hottest teams in the NFL. Uh, Here's the thing. I was coming around to the Chargers being a contender until last week. Yeah, the vibes I do not love in Charger land starting. I understand putting your starters in for a series or two, not a game and a half. Yeah, that was a ridiculous decision. And then putting in your starters and losing to the Denver Broncos. Not great. Not great. And then one of your best receivers who can make freakish catches the way only like a couple guys in the league can fractures one of his vertebrae in his back will probably only be back if you like make the Super Bowl. And even then, who knows? Uh, not great. Not great vibes yeah. there. And well, yeah, he's injury prone to begin with, but this isn't like an injury prone injury. No. Right. So this that's it was a totally avoidable injury that happened later on in the game. So I would totally I would get if it's like have the starters in like a preseason game, play the first quarter, you know, get the let get you know Yeah. Get the pads popping, run some sprints, stuff like that. Get I think a lot of Chargers going. fans' buttholes still tight during those first couple drives too. And that's uh, I think Joey Bosa got a little banged up too. Is that Joey or Nick? Joey. Joey is on the Chargers. Joey got a little he's hurt too. Up. Well, he's, he's, he's coming back from injury too. Yeah. Um, yeah, over and over again, Brandon Staley makes these decisions that seem pretty obvious to people who are in the stands who don't get paid to coach football. Um, yeah. And I think he is a good coach. I think schematically, he's probably really, really good. Um, he was a writer a couple of years ago, wasn't he? Is that what you yeah, were telling he me? Was, he was like blogging less than five years ago. He was like blogging, coaching FCS football. And I, you know, that's impressive. Probably doing a lot of stretching too, a lot of upward, that was weird. downward. That was, you got to do that in the tent, in the locker room. You can't be doing I, cat cow. I've come around on the cat cow out there because some guy Belichick is not doing cat cow. Do you see that video of Tony Romo doing cat cow on a uh, on a green while someone was putting? Because Tony Romo's on a tour now. There's a video of a guy putting and Tony is over in the corner behind him on the green doing cat cow. What do you think Vince Lombardi would say if he saw the head coach of an NFL team doing cat cow? Yeah, I don't know if we could say what Vince Lombardi would say (laughs) on microphones in 2023. And we wouldn't. Um, It's not good. Well, do you think, you know, if they lose, is he fired? I think... Honestly, I think so. I if think it so. wasn't for the I, Mike I've Williams thing, I think so too. I think, if it, I think if Mike Williams were healthy, then yes. I think the fact that they're playing the Jaguars, who are not the lowest seed, probably should be. I guess Miami. Miami is different. They have injury things. Um, but like, imagine being the charge or the Jaguars, because this is like nothing to lose. 
House money. Just beat the Titans to get into the playoffs. That would be like the Chargers getting down to the wire, haven't made the playoffs in years, beating the Chiefs the last week of the season. Not, like, not a beautiful game offensively. Like imagine if the Chargers beat the Chiefs last week of the season to get into the playoffs and then they're hosting a playoff game. Like those vibes would be insane. Yep. They would be so happy. I think that's where the Titans are. Jackson DeVille is going to be jumping off the stadium like he always does uh, in a beautiful fashion. I just, I mean, and if I were a betting man, I would totally stay away from this game. I still wouldn't bet it. I would maybe give the Jags the edge. I don't, oh, what the hell happened? Because the Chargers, I felt like, weren't asked, were like finally not asking Justin Herbert to do too much. It feels like they were just always asking him to do absolutely everything. He attempted like, like upper 600 passing attempts. This it year. was insane. I think, I don't know, but it seemed like they were reducing what they were asking him to do. Like they were running the football better. They were playing better defense. Mm-hmm. Um, like his last. And that translates to good playoff football. Yes. So we'll see. And, and especially against an opponent on paper who should be inferior. So quarterbacks making their first playoff start, usually never great, but you do have two of those quarterbacks in year now. Yeah. Interestingly, uh, Trevor Lawrence has played two national championship games. Well, is it one or two? Did he play in two? He won either way. He has played in one, won one, played in at least another playoff game. Um, so he has some of that. Obviously, Justin Herbert's been he playing in the played, NFL. He played against LSU. Yes. Yes. He did. So, two. so he played in two. One, one, last one. Won two playoff games also. It's three and one. And yeah. Pretty. Yeah. I mean, NFL is a different animal, though. Um, Another yeah. quarterback making his first playoff uh, start and I think second start of his career, Skylar Thompson, oh, for the Dolphins. Uh, I know nothing about Skylar Thompson. That seems like either. a name that didn't, you know, fake name. That's a fake name. Like a name that if you had a, a male child at the hospital and forgot to name it, that's the name they would give it. Skyler Tom. Going Got in. Lady name. Going in to play the Buffalo Bills. Like that's like Tom Brady's next girlfriend. Skylar Thompson. Yep. ESPN has a 96% chance for Buffalo to win this game. 13 and a half. Ooh, excuse yeah, me. Sorry. Went to K State, Skylar Thompson did. Is he a rookie? Yes, he's, he's a, rookie. a rookie. I think he's sixth or seventh rounder. Yeah. I believe taken before Brock Purdy. Interesting. No, he was undrafted. He was undrafted. No, seventh round. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Seventh round pick 247. Uh, only like five picks away from Brock Purdy. So we got two seventh round quarterbacks starting. One sixth round quarterback starting. Good Lord. The AFC, the AFC Patrick Mahomes is the oldest AFC quarterback now. Yeah, 27. That yeah. Seems, that seems old. You know what I mean? It seems he's a little older than I would have thought. He's not yeah. the young guy anymore. No. Right? I mean, he's still young, especially for a quarterback, but he's not like, you know, I think like your brain has to transition now that he's like, cause like next yeah. year he won't really like, he'll still be like young. Like he still probably is, you know, eight, nine, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, he's not, you know, 24, 25, uh, man, that bills dolphins game. I do not is, I don't know. I don't really see any path Ravens. I could so, see having a puncher's chance. I could see him playing great defense. They're going to have to get a couple plays on the Bengals, uh, Seahawks divisional game. Maybe, you know, weird weather. Maybe they can rely on a couple weird things happening. What Dolphins, happens, I don't know. What happens with um, what happens with Mike McDaniel if if they lose? I think Mike McDaniel. I think if they if the Dolphins believe that they can get Sean Payton, they can. Yes, they can. Him. That's what I was going to say. I would say if he's fired, then then that's pretty much a guarantee that they've got Sean Payton in the bag. 
Yeah, so they lost their first round pick this year because of trying to get Sean Payton and Tom Brady in as part owners, part players, yep. part coaches. Yep. So and well, more importantly, asking Brian Flores to tank. Yeah, allegedly. Um, I mean, if Mike McDaniel gets fired, I think he's the head coach of somewhere next year. Oh, uh, for sure. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. This like is Staley. If Staley's fired, if so, if uh, McCarthy's fired, is he the head coach somewhere else? Uh, Texans, maybe. Good chance. I think two twelve win seasons in a row. If McDaniel's is fired, I could see him going to the Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Yeah, Cardinals, maybe. Maybe Cardinals. So they, I haven't heard any names floated for the Cardinals job, but they've got a lot to sort out before they. Dude, the Dolphins went all in this year. Like, think about all the guys they added. They added Tyree Kill, obviously. Yeah. They added Bradley Chubb midseason. Yeah. Uh, Mostert from the Niners, yep. I believe. Uh, you can afford to do that, though, because Tua is still cheap on his rookie deal, and mm-hmm. so is Jalen Waddell. So yeah. which, you have, like, a two-year window here before those guys need to be paid. Which Tua, you know, who knows what's going to happen there? Because I, you know, first of all, right. who knows if he's going to play football again? Yeah. And second of all, is he going two to... confirmed three probably concussions yeah. in the same year. That's, re- that's, like, legitimately actually scary. Yes, very scary stuff. Like... Maybe he's considering retirement. Obviously, we hope he's healthy. I don't think he is, right? Huh? Tua. He's healthy? I don't think he's considering retirement. But I, like, maybe I think should. the people around him are. Hopefully, the people around him are at least considering it. I think. Who knows? I guess concussions, they always say, like, they affect people differently. Obviously, hope he's okay. I don't know if I see the Dolphins paying him, though. I don't know if anyone is going to want to pick up uh, Ua Tagovailoa. Um, Giants Vikings. The Giants are technically an underdog, plus three points. I feel like everyone is picking the Giants to win this game. Minnesota Vikings have a 13 win season with a negative point differential, by far the worst one of all time. Uh, the next worst point differential for a 13 win team was like some team I had literally never heard of in like the 40s or 50s, and apparently they played like 20 games back then. Uh, New York Giants lost to the Minnesota Vikings on a 61-yard field goal a little bit earlier in the season. Saquon Barkley rushing out of his mind. Justin Jefferson catching balls out of his mind. This one feels like it's going to be... I don't know. What do you feel? These kind of feel like similar teams in some ways. In some ways feel like not at all the same team. Uh, Two Coach of the Year candidates probably. At least statistically, Brian Dayball has done an incredible job with his team. Uh, I mean, Daniel Jones is throwing to like old laden diamond encrusted trash cans the way they're paying yeah. that receiving core. Oh, yeah, that's and, right. The most expensive receiving core in the league. And they might win this game. <laughs> they might. They might. Yeah, I'd probably put it like 60 40 Minnesota. I would say Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Yeah. Uh, probably give Brian Dables the edge of a head coach, and he's also a head coach who's seen a lot of playoff victories, right? He's been underneath Belichick. He's been underneath... Um, who's the... Uh, Sean McDermott. Uh, Sean McDermott, thank you. Um, man, Daniel Jones has been so elite at not turning the ball over. It's going to be a wild... I think it's going to be a wild game. It's going to be close. You're yeah. right. He has been elite at not turning Minnesota the ball over. is... In I Minnesota, would, I would probably say Minnesota has been the most can't miss football team this year. They sure. either win a game by razor thin margin, or they get the fuck beat out of them, which mm-hmm. is, or they have the greatest comeback of all time regular yep. season. Yep. Yeah. They sometimes are, it's in the same game. 
Yeah, sometimes it's in the same game. You never know. Win razor thin, down by 33, win the game. Uh, Do you think that the Baltimore Ravens have a chance against the Cincinnati Bengals? No. Starting Tyler Huntley? No, not a chance. No, I had less than 1%. (laughs) Seriously, in Cincinnati too. I mean, in Cincinnati, it's hot. And they they started that Bills game out hot. They played really well last week against the Bengals. Um, I mean, against the Ravens. Against Ravens, sorry. Yeah, so they just played six, seven days ago. Uh, Ravens were starting Anthony Brown that game. I think Tyler Huntley is going to give you a better shot than Anthony Brown. Uh, I don't think we know anything about Anthony Brown either. But, you know, them not having Lamar is kind of, yeah. So I think this is a puncher's chance kind of game. Like, I would give the Ravens. Who's throwing punches, though? The defense, Roquan Smith. Yeah, they're probably going to need a defensive score, and like a special, special team score. score. Yeah, and um, then like a 60-yard field goal. And the defense which, plays out of its mind. What do you, what's like best-case scenario? Can they hold the Bengals under 17? I think they could. I don't know if they could do that. I think they could hold them to under 21. I don't know. I definitely think the Bengals win. I think this is, if you're a Bengals fan who thinks this is going to be an easy game, where you get up like two, three scores and you just coast to a victory. I don't think it's going to be one of those. I think it's going to be one of those really annoying games to watch. Where you expect to win the game? Yeah, they'll they'll make it. They'll make it muddy, right? Yeah. They're going to run the they're ball gonna... over and over and over again. They're going to run the clock. They're going to you know reduce the game to as few possessions as possible, and then just really try and get touchdowns. Uh, you know. Yeah, Ravens are going to try and muddy this one up. Yeah. Absolutely. Rely on the run game. Punch. They're going to try and punch them in the mouth every opportunity they got. Uh, we are going to take a quick, quick five minute break. Uh, we're going to refresh. Maybe grab some coffee, take a little pee break. Uh, we suggest you do the same, but we right, be right back to talk more super wild card weekend football. Be right back. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. January 14th, 2023 super wild card season starts in about an hour. Um, this might be the greatest playoffs we ever have. Now it might not be the greatest weekend of playoff games we've ever had. Uh, AFC, you have the Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Looks like it's going to be one of those three coming out. Uh, it's kind of hard to imagine it not being one of those, but who knows? Anything can happen. It is the playoffs. Maybe the Jaguars make a run. Maybe the Chargers make a run. Who knows? Uh, Chargers will have to do it without Mike Williams. Uh, the NFC, interesting picture. Uh, Eagles out this weekend, obviously the first seed. Uh, Chiefs first seed, so they are not playing obviously but the nfc a little bit interesting of a picture the top teams the minnesota vikings you know some people not me but some people uh that guy that usually sits right over there uh will say that vikings are frauds they only won you know all they all their wins are one score games they were blown out multiple times by one of the other nfc top teams the dallas cowboys the dallas cowboys obviously are the dallas cowboys uh, whenever they are entering the playoff picture, people bring up the years and years of struggles that the Dallas Cowboys have had. Uh, who knows what's going to happen there? Is their coach somehow playing for his job as head coach after two 12-win seasons? Uh, Dallas Cowboys always kind of in that situation somehow. Tom Brady's still in the playoff. Uh, people not giving him much uh, credit, which understandable. They only scored over 21 one time in a win. Uh, welcome back at, at what is your at Scotty Weinman capital W capital I we are not sure if those capital letters matter on Twitter I don't think so but it is it is on there so mm-hmm. maybe uh, I am at wheel Joe w-i-e-h-l uh, and at flyover show is the Twitter handle up there if you want to go ahead and give us a follow give us a subscribe give us a like 
Uh, Scott, some breaking news. What's up? From at Peter Schrager, as I just reported on Fox, multiple teams have contacted Cliff Kingsbury for their vacant head coach job. He bought a one-way ticket to Thailand and has told teams respectfully he's not interested at the moment. Cliff Kingsbury on his way to Thailand just got a huge extension this offseason. Huge extension this offseason. I don't understand why any fired coach wants to coach football. I especially at his age, very young. I think he's single too. I don't know, kind of irrelevant, but let's be honest, not really. Uh, he can take time uh, in Thailand to do whatever he wants. Uh, kind of a hangover three situation. Was hangover three in Thailand or was that hangover two? I don't know. That's sort of a single guy going to Thailand. Thailand. Uh, yeah. 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 We, we don't know what he's going to get a true over there. Hmm. Uh, are we not giving Tom Brady any credit for making the playoffs? Is this. Is this a team that's going to win? Completions, no team has ever leaned on a quarterback more than the Bucks have. Most attempts and most completions all time. In this one year? Mm-hmm. Damn. Terrible run game. Terrible. Awful. Not something you see a lot in a Tom Brady team. Defense isn't great. Special defense teams is pretty not good, great. isn't it? Is that defense not good? Um, Not great. I said not great. They're okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Holds is a good coach. Who is offering head coaching positions to Cliff Kingsbury? Not necessarily head coaching. Oh, but OC, coach for sure. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he's got, he could probably the go anywhere. He could be on an NFL coaching staff for mm-hmm. sure. He could probably go back to college if he wanted to. Um, people will. Failed upwards harder than Cliff Kingsbury? No, that's a Patrick Mahomes thing, I think. I think Patrick Mahomes has kind of tanked two franchises, totally unrelated to anything he's done. Uh, Cardinals hiring Cliff Kingsbury, who I, who I think is still like a pretty good head coach. I think it was a weird situation there mm-hmm. with him and Kyler Murray. Um, and then the Jets probably drafted Zach Wilson because of that one pro day throw where they people said, oh, that's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah you're right. There's a very good chance they're like, oh, my God, is it really? OK, let's take him. Yeah. Uh, the, um, I will say. The Cardinals were the worst team in the league when they hired Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. So they've improved. They were 8 0 last year at one point. Yeah, they've improved. Last year. It's crazy. I mean, no one thinks that he's like a great NFL coach, but he's probably a really good offensive mind. Also, um, that team was loaded. Yeah, you're right. JJ Watt. JJ Watt, probably not playing his greatest football. He's 65 years old, just retired. Congrats on hell of a career. Uh, but you David have Johnson. David Johnson. You have DeAndre. Duke. Hollywood. DeAndre Hopkins, who didn't play the Duke, first sorry. six games. Nuke. Yeah, you just called him Duke. I called him Duke. Duke. DeAndre Hopkins didn't play the first you know, six games. When he came back, he was playing phenomenally. Uh, but you added Hollywood Brown in the meantime. Uh, you added Robbie Anderson midseason. Uh, just a lot did not go right. Obviously, missing the playoffs. I just... Oh, how about Tom Brady? How about Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy coming in Hasn't lost a game, throwing touchdowns, uh, doing a pretty good job taking care of that football. Mr. Irrelevant, obviously, in case you haven't heard. Uh, this team is, what, what, 10 straight? One, two, three. I think 10 straight. Uh, last loss is against the Chiefs. You add Christian McCaffrey halfway through the season, mm-hmm. uh, who has played fantastically, not very surprising. Uh, I mean, can the Niners literally win the Super Bowl with rookie Mr. Irrelevant as their quarterback. I think they can. Man, is there any team who you'd rather have their uh, 
skill positions than the 49ers. Oh. I mean, just how balanced it is. You've McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, mm. Ayuk. Mm. Maybe the Bengals, but Bengals are very wide receiver heavy. Right. You they got don't Mason, have... who's pretty good, but yeah, he's more of like they're a, all very good. Yeah, just out of the backfield type of guy. Um, and then just the, well, just the flexibility that Kittle gives you. The flexibility that use him. Uh, every this, single one of those guys can do everything. Everything. Christian McCaffrey can do everything. Good, Christian McCaffrey had a thousand yards receiving, yeah. thousand yards rushing. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk's had a breakout year. George Kittle just all of a sudden, oh, we're going to have a rookie seventh rounder. Let's turn you back into a touchdown machine. And he mm-hmm. just became a touchdown machine like that. Yep. Niner, blanket. I mean, this Niners team, how do the Niners always have a good defense too? Shanahan's an offensive-minded guy, but every right. year they have an unbelievable defense. Uh, I think that comes down. Who's their GM? The GM invests quite a bit into the defense. <laughs> and here's why, because they don't pay any quarterbacks. That's why you're able to have a good defense. Sure. Well, and then a lot of Niners fans may say quarterback is a reason we haven't won multiple Super Super Bowls the past few years. Yeah, I mean, there's a give and take, right? There's a give and take. I think all you can do is be uh, a Super Bowl contender, right? And then yeah. the ball has to bounce your way to an extent. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Having so, a quarterback, because there's going to be games where, Lynch, you know, in the John Lynch, right? Mm-hmm. In the fourth quarter, overtime, you need a guy to make plays. Mm-hmm. And if you have that guy, things are going to go your way a lot more. But you are right. A lot of it is just kind of the ball bouncing the right way. They can't think like that. No team can think like that. No player can think like that. You know, you have to take responsibility for everything. And obviously, if you're good, it's a lot, you know, you you minimize that opportun- that chance. But yeah, George Kittle has scored seven touchdowns in the last four games. Had, what, four the whole season before that? Just can do everything. Obviously, we know what Debo can do. We know what Christian McCaffrey can do. I mean, a thousand yards receiving, a thousand yards rushing a couple yeah. years ago. That's <laughs> that's like an all time, all time season. Mm-hmm. Man, that Niners team is so ridiculous. I think I think they are. I think I don't think there's anyone I would. I don't think there's anyone I would trade with. If you're talking like wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, just straight up, they're number one in the league. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, I mean, Dolphins are up there. There's so many teams that are up there, right? Like, Dolphins yeah. are up there. Bengals are up there. Maybe Would you put the Chiefs up there? In an outside opinion. You have Kelsey. Kelsey. I don't think anyone thinks Juju is more than just, like, a solid number two receiver. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, Chiefs, quarter, Chiefs you, receivers. You Pringle still? Mikole Hardman? Nope, Mikole. Mikole is probably going to... This is, this this is, is kind of an interesting conversation. Here. Because I don't, I don't think they're picking up Miko. So Miko Hardman is the only returning receiver for the Chiefs this year. Uh, he's barely played. He's mm-hmm. played, I think, less than a third of the snaps. Been out with injury. Um, I don't think they're picking him up. Juju is contract is up this year. Uh, they may. I think they're going to try and re-sign him. MVS is under contract for a few more years. I don't know how that's going to go. I don't know if how what the vibe is around him in the building. Uh, he's been. I think I could not a guy I expected I was more accurate in my expectations of like he's going to do some great things and then he's going to have some plays be like what the fuck are you doing like how do you not catch that how do you not get your feet down right but you know that's kind of what you expected I think he's he's been very good he's been very valuable the team stretches the field but they're gonna let me Cole Hardman walk I would assume they brought in Kadarius Tony I think for that reason Kadarius right. Tony doesn't have to be paid he still has multiple years on his rookie deal uh, and then he'll probably be cheap because you'll be able to Use those injuries as leverage against him. Which Chiefs running back do you feel good about, though? I like all of them. I was 
So I think Edwards Lair is getting traded or cut, I would assume. He's been hurt. I think they gave him up for your opportunity. Uh, I think this is his third year. You get uh, four and then an option for a fifth as a first-round rookie. So four years on that rookie contract guaranteed. And then you have the option to pick up the fifth year. So they are not going to pick up his fifth year. I would Probably, pretty much right. put everything. And the fifth I have year is that. an increase in pay. But um So they have Pacheco to take, you know, he's kind of their running back, quote unquote, like more, you know, running the football. Jarek McKinnon is just like a weapon that they mm-hmm. have. I was not surprised by his performance late in the year. I was I expected it earlier in the year, the way that he played in the playoffs last year. He was playing like he was down the stretch here, and I expected that a lot more. I think that's when they're still using Edwards Alaire, uh, Ronald Jones has gotten touches. Ronald Jones was not active for most of the season until Edwards Alaire got hurt. Uh, he actually requested a release at some point, which you can't blame him. If the guy's not playing, you're going to want to, you know, get into a system where he can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting. Uh, Pacheco's had some fumble problems a little bit, but he's a rookie out of Rutgers. Crazy speed. But yeah, the Chief, I think the Chiefs are in for another uh, interesting positional wide receiver uh offseason probably get trey palmer yeah maybe what about the he, patriots? Fits, he fits what they want what are the patriots gonna do i mean if guessing what bill belichick's gonna do in the draft is like the biggest crapshoot of all time uh you i mean 14th overall pick that's pretty good draft capital you probably need a tackle and that's a good spot to get one yeah um you can i mean you can go wide receiver, but we've seen the past few years you can get wide receivers in the second and third round that yeah. turn out to be good. They um, are going to definitely move off Nelson Aguilar's contract, probably moving off of Johnny Smith's. They paid uh, all those guys, right? Smith, Aguilar, Hunter Henry, uh, Matt Judon. Yeah. Henry and Judon have both been really good. Judon's getting moved or no, moving Judon's, on from them? They're definitely staying with Judon. Okay. Judon is an incredible value right now. Yeah. Um, but you can. Um, you can get rid of a lot of the NFL bit, uh, veteran contracts are structured so you can get rid of them without penalty after the second year if the stuff goes wrong. Mm-hmm. So Aguilar is one of those. Johnny Smith's one of those. Uh, Seth frees up a lot of cap. We'll see what they do um, with free agents this year, but I think they'll start the draft with offensive line because I really killed him this year. We'll see. We'll see who they are for offensive coordinator, and then that'll tell you a lot. So I don't know if a lot of people are going to give the Buccaneers the opportunity or the uh, they're going to. I don't know if a lot of people think the Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl. I would say that that's no. basically no one thinks that. But is it kind of a foregone conclusion that the Cowboys are going to lose to Tom Brady? I think so. Tom Brady's undefeated against the Dallas Cowboys. You know, and I think it's probably a little unfair to the Cowboys. I think we're putting too much of years past on them this year, but it does kind of feel like they're going to be one and done again. And that could be wrong. Probably going to be wrong. Uh, they have that's a that's a very good team. Now, Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions yep. while missing five games. Yeah. Not great. Uh, I don't know how that happened because I think you know well, his interception rate was insane. Yes. Uh, and for some reason, the second quarter just killed him. Seriously, bench him in the second quarter. He's not been like a turnover machine though. Like throughout his career, like that hasn't no, been his no, problem. No, this is like a new development. Right? Yeah which is probably still due to his thumb. There's no way he came back 100% with that thumb after he broke. Remember, this team has won 12 games. Week one, I think me included, were like, oh, this team's done. They're not winning anything. Mm-hmm. They have they lost their quarterback week one. 
And then, uh, what was his name? Their backup quarterback. Ben DiNucci. No, it wasn't. Now, Ben DiNucci. Ben, shout out to Ben DiNucci, dude. was it? Ben DiNucci's still bouncing around the league somewhere. Cooper Rush. No, he's in, um, oh, Cooper Rush. He looks a lot like Ben DiNucci. Um, Ben DiNucci's like in the XFL. In the XFL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. XFL starting in February. Um, Are you excited for that? Is it, is it XFL or USFL that's like partnered with the NFL? I think that's XFL, right? I think it's the exit. It would make more sense to be the the exit. I don't see a world where both those leagues survive. One of them no. is going to cannibalize the other. No, 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 no. It is interesting, especially with. Uh, we need more Midwest teams. Yeah, what the hell is going on there? Just, Do they have a St. Louis one? I don't know, but like, just think if you put a team in Omaha, that's selling out every game. Yeah, you remember the Battle Hawks? No, Battle Hawks were St. Louis. Nighthawks. 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 Uh, there was the Nighthawks. There's the Omaha Beef. Shout out to Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Former Beef quarterback. Great name. Omaha Beef. Beef State. Shout it's out to Beef State, dude. Shout out Beef State. Um, yeah, I... Sorry, what were we talking about? I think, I mean, if the Cowboys lose this week, is McCarthy fired? I think he is. If... They can get so this was kind of the thought that Sean Payton was going to go to the Cowboys. the Cowboys. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about that, even when he retired. Like, okay, well, they'll see where Big Mike goes. I still think this is an impressive season for the Cowboys, without a doubt. They have some, I mean, Micah Parsons is an animal. They have some serious playmakers, Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott's one of the best one two punches in the league. You've got, you know, apparently a turnover machine at quarterback, which isn't great. I mean, they've still won, what, 12 games? You know, we were we were calling this team dead week one after week one. And they have found a way to head into the playoffs favored in the first round of the playoff games. I still think honestly, I think Cowboys still win. I still think they win. I think that defense is a lot and you can't run the ball. I mean, Tom Brady's been I think he is like the quickest release of any quarterback in the league. He does not want to get hit. They're not running the football well. Uh, Micah Parsons and the boys are going to (laughs) I mean, they're going to want to devour Mike and the boys. Dirty Mike and the boys. I mean, this is a watermelon game for sure. Because if his job is oh, on the line. You're right. You're right. So, yeah. Without a doubt, watermelon. It's a watermelon game. Dude, yeah. they're in Florida too. What if yeah, he puts a watermelon on a table? They just, they all are gathered around this table with a watermelon on it. And he brings in a crocodile. And he just puts them big jaws around it. I really like that. That would get me going. That would get me going. Have you seen those gator, those like gator park zoos that they have down there? Oh yeah, I've been to them. Oh my God. The Gator ones that are like overflowing. Yeah, Gator, yes, World. Gator World. It's in Gator World is bananas. You it's, walk in, they have this baby gator tank right when you walk in. They're literally crawling over each other. Mm-hmm. You'll see gators like biting legs off other gators. And these yes. are all like youth gators. And then they've got an area where it's like, here's the 25 foot long alligator. And it's the biggest thing you've ever seen in your life. Like, and alligator is basically dinosaurs. Yeah. It's horrifying. And there's like minimal netting too. Yeah. And then... The rest of it is pretty much they just like have like the medium sized alligators mm-hmm. and they just have this like zip line that they run chicken across and then they'll <laughs> jump out of the water. Like that scene from Jurassic Park with the giant one. It's crazy. I recommend. I recommend. You'll never see anything like that anywhere else. I wanted to go. I was in Florida a couple of years ago. I really wanted to go. Being around a crocodile is very unnerving. Even if you're like they're literally dinosaurs. Dude. Like safety netting, everything is safe. They have no way to get to you. They're fucking terrifying. Christmas, Florida, Gator World. Seeing, I saw a video from the, the way that this like came into my brain originally, how I found out about all this was what you talked about. Like a crocodile was just like walking along and it got its arms stuck in another crocodile's mouth. 
who had his mouth open uh. and it just immediately like death rolled, ripped its arm right off. And then they just go back to chilling again. Shout out to Steve Irwin, dude. God. Rest in peace, Steve. Steve Irwin was crazy. He was just like freestyling out there too. He would just go hang out with him, slap him on the head. What are you doing? Hey. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, Crocky. It's a big one. That was that was kind of our first introduction to Australia, I feel like. Australia, I think, yeah, ended up being a little bit different. Zabumafu. Is that the show with like the indoor rainforest? Yeah, uh, the lemur. Mm, yeah, Zabumafu. Love that show. That was what were they doing in that show? Just kind of hanging out. I think like I remember watching it, but I don't remember what happened. Stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it was books was going on there. Yeah, I just remember the lemur running around. Yeah. Was he was he Zabumafu? Or was the show yes. Zabumafu? No, no, no. He Zabumafu was the lemur. <laughs> Zabumafu. Um, that was where you had like the lions, right? Where it's like one lion would say one part of a word, and the other lion would say the other part of the word. Oh, they had those like not animatronic, but were they like puppet lions? They were like goofy looking. No, it does, whatever. It doesn't matter. I think Zabunfu. it was cartoon. Pretty sure it was cartoon. Shout out Zabunfu. Probably dead. Yeah, I mean, so earlier, just a few weeks ago, was that God? Was that one week ago? Two weeks ago, where they were talking. So when the cheat or when the Bills Bengals game was canceled, they were talking. There was the idea floated, I think by pro football talk that the chiefs and bills the chiefs were going to be able to pick between the bye week and home field advantage mm. that idea was floated so i think i would have liked that idea that would have been what would you have chosen i think you have to pick the bye week i think you i know i know played, players would pick bye week you'd have played the dolphins and then you get home field the rest of the week here's the thing Yes, you play the Dolphins. You're right. Buffalo's probably going to win, almost definitely going to win this game, uh, unless, you know, total disaster for the Bills. But even like, even though it's an easy win, you could still get hurt. Like, you could have one or two huge injuries in this game. I mean, every week in football, someone gets injured. So you get get the bye week, you get the time to recover, you get a lot of things, but you're also not injuring yourselves. Like, there's going, you're not getting any more beat up. I think the Bills could have used an off week just with all the emotions that they've gone through the past two weeks. They've kind of gone through a lot this year. There's been yeah. a lot of stuff going on in the Bills building. Just, yeah, they had to spend two weeks in Detroit. They had the, that torrential downpour. The Matt Ariza uh, thing was this year. Oh, God, I forgot about that. There was that mass shooting in Buffalo this year. Yeah, and then the... Uh, yeah, and then the... Uh, Mar Hamlin. torrential downpour, I meant... Uh, no, no, yeah. The slogan. Blizzard. Blizzard. It's been an insane season. Like, it feels like it's been 10 seasons that the Buffalo Bills have played. I think that's... I was kind of surprised that people... Not down on the Bills, but, like, relatively kind of down on the Bills. They're not, you know, still expected by many to win the Super Bowl, all that kind of stuff. But I think some people are starting to kind of wonder where they're at emotionally with everything they've been through. Um, Obviously, shout out to DeMar Hamlin. Back in Buffalo, back at home. Just crazy stuff. Uh, incredibly positive stuff coming out of there. But the New York Giants, are you giving Brian Dayball coach of the year? Who's the other candidates? Uh, Kevin O'Connell is probably up there. Uh, no, no way. What's his face? Uh, Nick Sirianni, Mike McDaniel, probably not in there anymore uh, the way they closed that season out. Um, I mean, who would you have in there? Um, yeah, I think it's stable. I think it's stable. Um, Leaving somebody. Uh, oh, Pete Carroll. Oh, uh, Shanahan. 
Shanahan, Pete Carroll. I think actually it is Shanahan. I might give it to K- Pete Carroll. I just kind of thought of that. But that, it's, I think it's one of those three. When is it decided on? Uh, when the NFL awards are, I think. I mean, 10 games in a row with like, I mean, six games with Brock Purdy. Right? Here's the thing. This is not, it's not given to the best coach. It's given to the best coaching job with bad roster, generally. Like, Andy Reid's never going to get it unless like Mahomes gets hurt and they do really well, right? Like you need, you basically need a bad roster or some major injuries to get it. It's, there has been major injuries for the Niners, obviously. So, I don't know. You don't think Carroll could get it? No. No, I don't. They really? haven't won enough games. Yeah. Maybe at the end, of the, you know, when they were 6-1. and one. Um, But, no, no not anymore. They, they yeah. finished too poorly. And kind of same with the Giants. Giants lost a lot of steam. If they win this playoff game and that goes into consideration, then for sure it's stable. But right now, I'd give it to Shanahan. I think nobody did a better job than Shanahan. He did a very good job. Yeah. Um, God, they added Chris McCaffrey midseason. Yeah. That's so crazy. So GM of the year, maybe John Lynch. But um, who's the Eagles coach? He deserves a shout-out. Sirianni. Sirianni. He'll yeah. definitely get... I mean, he might be up there, too. Yeah, this was a pretty close one. So going into Sunday, this last Sunday... Uh, it was one of the few, so they kind of sportsbook closed the odds for some stuff. Like they closed MVP odds cause they had gotten too, kind of, kind of gotten pointless. Um, but that was one that was still open offensive rookie of the year, I think was still open, uh, defensive who's defensive rookie of the year it has to be sauce Gardner, right? Maybe. I think it was between sauce Gardner and Aiden Hutchinson. I think it's going to be, I mean, sauce was a first team all pro his first year. Still give it to him. Yeah. yeah. It'll be sauce. It'll be sus. Hell yeah. What are you saying damn it about? Huh? What are you saying damn it about? Did you have money on Dable? No, I just... Man, it's, it really felt like it was going to be Dable no matter what. I like Dable. I think Ooh. he's a really good coach. Chargers line has moved to minus two and a half. That's kind of interesting. I don't know. This is a game I would not touch this betting-wise with a 10-foot pole. I would not bet this. These feel like kind of similar teams. You got Doug Peterson, a Super Bowl winning head coach. This is probably the most interesting game, though. It's a lot of storylines. A Trevor Lawrence, a rookie versus, or not rookie, but a first-year playoff guy versus another first-year playoff guy. Uh, I mean, this will be interesting narrative-wise, I think, for Justin Herbert, too. His first playoff game, uh, obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC. This will affect, I think, this offseason, how people talk about Because if he wins this game, then, you know, It'll be talked about very positively, but if he doesn't win this game, I think you'll hear a lot of stuff about Justin Herbert this offseason. No, I don't think he will. Really? No, they won't put this on him. They'll put it on Staley. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's, you know, he's been great this year. All of his numbers have been good. PFF has him as one of the highest ranked quarterbacks in the league. He's had been missing both of his receivers pretty much, well, for good chunks of the year, and then his offensive line's been terrible. Mm-hmm. So the deck's been stacked against him. He's still played at, you know, a Pro Bowl level. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. I don't think people would be talking about him as a bad quarterback. I think people would be expecting him to do something more than what he has done. I don't know. It's here's the thing. I don't think it's fair to criticize Justin Herbert for pretty much anything at this point. I do think the narrative around him has gotten a little from some people has gotten kind of out of control where they expect him to, you know, win the Super Bowl every year. Um, that seems like a little much, but 
I don't know. He's unbelievable. He's one of the best. Would you take him or Joe Burrow if you had to like start a franchise today? Man, that's oh sorry. That's uh that's really tight. I think I would probably pick Burrow. Pick Burrow? Interesting. Justin Justin Herbert was your uh MVP this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean both dude, the AFC is so like I was making this uh the thumbnail for this stream and I was loading it and I was like adding the players in and I was like, holy shit, I'm gonna have all AFC quarterbacks. So I had to like haul it back a little bit. But like you would if you rank quarterbacks in the playoffs, I think it's the top like four or five are all AFC quarterbacks. Right? Like are you putting one NFC quarterback at the top of that list? Depends where you put Hertz, right? Yeah. Um I guess Hertz is the one. I obviously put, Tom, I wouldn't put Hertz up there. Um Tom obviously Tom is kind of in a weird position right now because he's also Tom is going through a lot of stuff. Obviously the divorce. But there's also all the like FTX stuff and he's going through lawsuits and shit with that. So true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would go Mahomes, Allen, Herbert Burrow, pretty interchangeable to me before but yeah, well before I go anyone on the NFC. Who's the best NFC quarterback? Is it Tom? Uh I mean Is it Tom or is it J I mean the Gino? No. Why not? It's not Gino. Gino's balled out of control. What do you mean? He's been good. He's been good. Um, okay. Uh, I. Um, Who's been better, Gino Smith or Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert. Why? All right. Well, now we've got to pull up the numbers. Do you think they're playing at similar levels? No, I think Herbert's playing better. Gino's got 4,200 yards, 30 touchdowns. Yeah, the counting stats. Huh? It, there's a difference between counting stats and quarterback play. You know what Disrespectful. I mean? You said Seahawks are bad at running the football too. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, um, I would say at least impressive level wise, you'd say Gino has a better year because Gino is not expected to be good at all. He's expected to be terrible. Fully agree with you there. Yeah. Fully agree with you there. Um, let's see. Justin Herbert PFF player grade seventy eight point six. Okay. I'll take it back if if Gino is even within like five. I'll take it back. Okay. Yeah. All right. I take it back. What is he? Then he's uh, 74.8. So, hell yeah. I take it back. Shout out Gino. Shout out Gino, dude. Justin, maybe not playing an MVP. Shout out to the Gino Smith fan club. I feel like I have to just keep ripping that take. There's not huh. enough Justin Herbert love. He's been doing a great job. Yeah. That depends. I don't know. Um, it depends. That's especially like with how the media is now. Like some players, like Derek Carr coming into this year, some people were like dying on the hill that he's super underrated. And then there's all these people dying on the hill of he's super overrated. Just kind of depends on where you're getting your stuff from. Because some people you turn in, like some shows, if you listen to regularly, they talk about Justin Herbert, like the greatest of all time. And then other ones, you know, yeah, stinks. All right. Well, we all want you to enjoy the fuck out of the Super Wild Card Weekend. Enjoy the playoffs. Uh, if your team is not in, we apologize. Still try to enjoy that football. It'll all be over before you know it. Uh, we appreciate the hell out of you. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, have the weekend of your life. Thank you. Bye-bye.